You're listening to the Corporate Quitter Podcast, where it's all about exploring possibilities for making an honest living outside of the traditional nine to five. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Corporate Quitter. I'm your host, Gabby Ionello, and we're going to start a new series. Essentially, it's going to be called Mini Mondays. What we've typically done in the past is just interview style, which we will still keep, but that will be reserved for Thursdays, and Mondays will be explicitly with me. So these Mini Mondays will essentially be smaller nuggets of gold, so anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes of either mini lessons, motivation, inspirational stories, or just content or topics that you, the listeners, have been asking me specifically to talk about. So I hope you enjoy. If you have any suggestions or want me to speak on specific things, please email us or DM us across social and I will be sure to squeeze it in. I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone and welcome to Corporate Quitter. I'm your host, Gabby Ionello. And in today's mini Monday, I'm specifically going to talk about just the idea of passions and interests and hobbies and like, what the fuck do I do if I have no idea what to do with a business, right? Everyone says start a business, find your niche and all this stuff. But after being corporate for so long, your only passion and interest is fucking working, right? Am I right? I hope some of you are nodding your heads because I felt like that for a very long time, right? My schedule really comprised of exercising, working, eating, sleeping, and like fucking laundry and errands on the weekend. Like that was kind of my life. And the occasional brunch or like date night, right? But essentially, I didn't really have the time or honestly the energy, right? The mental or creative energy to do anything outside of my typical work experience, right? And so this leads people not only feeling unfulfilled, but you feel like you don't have a passion or any sort of direction or something that lights you up, right? When you think about what people do nowadays, it's a lot of numbing. So we numb ourselves through alcohol, through social media, through you know Netflix, HBO, games, all of this stuff because we don't actually have a hobby other than entertainment to light us up and get us excited and really just, I don't want to say waste our time, but like, right, a lot of us will kill time by like scrolling through social or something like that. And so the whole idea is to get away from the concept of killing time and start utilizing our time, right? Actually living our life. And so when people come to me and they're like, oh, I want to quit my job, right? But I have no fucking idea what to do. You need to start by rediscovering what excites you. Almost like you were a kid again, like diving back into that wheelhouse where you were in that explorer mode and you tried everything because you've gone so long without tapping into that that you're just completely cut off, right? And it's hard. What I tell every single person to do right off the bat is to start exploring. If you physically can't get somewhere, try to do things digitally. So some examples of the things that I did, and actually I'll even recommend a book for some of you who are even afraid to say yes to trying new things, right? Because there's always that expectation or that fear of, well, what if I start something and I'm not good at it, right? Because society has made it that every single thing that you do has to have purpose and it needs to make you money or make you healthy or some bullshit. When in reality, we as humans are supposed to dabble, right? We're supposed to experiment. We're supposed to have fun. And we forget that because it's not wired in our society, basically, or wired in our normal world. And so you have to really say yes to things that scare the shit out of you, even if it's like pottery making, right? Very basic things. So what helped me kind of get out of control mode and into exploration mode and really open up that passageway was a book called Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. She explains how She used to be a no person, right? She didn't really say yes to a lot of things, especially new things. And so this book encouraged me like it encouraged her as she was 
experiencing all these things to have a yes year where essentially you say yes to things that maybe you typically wouldn't and it opens doors or kind of crafts this new pathway that you didn't know was really supposed to be for you. So during my yes year, I tried rock climbing. I did pottery making. I tried digital design, right? I purchased a graphic design course to like mess around with. I purchased Groupons online, which if you any of you are in big cities, it's very easy to do. You just go on Groupon and you can find really anything. I mean, anything from like how to make a rug to I took one specifically for sewing because I wanted to learn how to sew a canvas tote. It doesn't have to be anything that you would necessarily monetize, but just something that's creative that could maybe possibly open up something or turn a key or put like a stone in front of you for the longer stone pathway, right? Just one step forward towards what it is you like. And the other thing too with that, as I encourage you to take a yes year and try new things, is that for every no, right? For every time that you say, no, this isn't for me, I tried it, but it's not for me. That's more intel for you to then tap into to discover, well, what parts of it don't I like? And then you can regurgitate that, relook at it to then find better passions that are aligned for you. So I want to encourage you to take a yes year to start dabbling and experimenting. And then on top of that, for those of you who maybe do have a couple of passions, right, whether it's like fishing or cooking or baking or swimming or rock climbing or design or content creation or copywriting, like doesn't matter what the fuck it is, anything. And don't think about it from a monetary perspective. Just think about it from like a passion and excitement perspective. I want you to sit on the ground. You can do this cross-legged on the floor or on a bed. It doesn't matter. And I want you to put your phone in front of you. There's a time-lapse feature on most cell phones. I know it's on my Apple phone. I don't know about Android, but it should be something similar. You want to set your phone in front of you. If you need to lean it against something so it's directly in front of you, that's great. If you have a stand, that's even better. But I want you to time-lapse record yourself talking about different topics that interest you or what you think you could potentially use as a business idea. Because what you will find through these time-lapse videos, and they don't have to be long, it could be like a couple of minutes, is you will see how your body sends signals that shows whether you're into something and whether it's the right path or you're actually not really that into it and it's the wrong path. So some key indicators of what's good for you, right? Things that actually are exciting, that things that are like lighting you up to the point that it's almost infectious for other people watching is your eyes are bright. You're doing a lot of gestures, right? There's a lot of movement. You look open and excited and it just doesn't seem like it's forced, right? It seems supernatural because it comes naturally to you because it's innately for you. Now, the other no's, the other side of this, right? If you're doing your time-lapse videos, some things to look at that might be a hard no is you're contracted. It's really difficult to speak on it. You're like pacing almost. It looks like you're looking like away. You can't look at the camera. Your eyes look glazed over or almost like dead, right? Dead eyes, as I like to call it. Any sort of body signs or signals or movements that just seem like they're constrained and not open and exciting is a big red flag of like, this is not the right path. Between those two of dabbling, as well as doing the time-lapse videos, explaining or talking about certain things can really start to open the pathways of what can I do to actually create a business or create a content creation sort of entrepreneurial influencer type of business or do something completely different, right? You will discover who you are, even if it's just through play by doing those two things. So I encourage you to do those. Please let me know if that helped. I would love, love to hear if it's helped you, if you need any more feedback or more, you know, suggested activities to help kind of push that passion or that interest or that idea further. But I hope this helped. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thanks for listening to the Corporate Quitter Podcast. 
Visit corporatequitter.com for resources, extended content, and additional information about our guests. To connect with us, stay up to date on all things Corporate Quitter, and to learn more about how you can leave the nine to five, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, guys.